Hello, happy Thursday. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Go Lightly. As a quick disclaimer, I'm not a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health therapy that you feel you may need. In this podcast, I'm here to share with you my journey. As a newly single mommy of two boys, I recently left a very toxic marriage of 11 years. I was a codependent wife as my ex-husband was or is dealing with some substance abuse issues. I made the decision to leave so I can have the ability to heal, have the peace of mind, and rediscover myself. I found that being in that marriage was not good for either my children, myself, and actually even my ex-husband. Dealing with somebody with substance abuse is not easy, so I'm here to share my journey. And as this new chapter unfolds, I hope that I can help others and empower them in their situation. Once again, thanks for listening. Hello. I know it's been about five days since the last time I've recorded. There's been a reason for that. And I do want to say that this episode will be pretty candid, straightforward, and possibly just it, it's raw. There's um, no holding back on this. Uh, I did mention in my previous uh, episodes that there may be a possibility that I may speak of things that I may find to be, you know, basically just bringing out the vulnerable side. And uh, I will be honest, I'm, I haven't really been comfortable talking about this, but uh, I was actually, I came across a uh, YouTube video and um, I wanted to go ahead and give her a shout out. This is uh, for the Candid Mommy. And I came across this YouTube video and she shared her story. It was pretty empowering. And I would like to share my story as well. But of course, uh, I may not go. I may not go uh, all out with it just yet because it's just. Uh, I would prefer to kind of go at my own pace with this. But I will say, friends, when it comes throughout this journey, it hasn't been as easy as I would like it to be. And we've discussed this. Some days are better than most. The bad days, I do my best to just get through them and keep myself busy with other things, whether it be, you know, um, things around the house, uh, work, children. But at the end of the day, things are still going to bother you. I've been doing my best to 
get seen by a therapist because I now recognize that I'm really not fully recovered from the emotional trauma I've endured. And as I mentioned in my previous episodes, my ex-husband has tried to or attempted, yes, to reinsert himself into our lives. And uh, I know that if I was not as strong as I am now, I probably would have given in. But I stood my ground because I fully recognized that there would have been a pattern. The cycle would have continued. The unhealthy cycle would have continued. And nothing would have changed. And everything that I would have worked for to get where I am right now would have been a waste. Now, I'm not saying this because... You know, it's anything that is against him personally. But during the two months, close to three months, that I have been separated from him uh, and have not seen him, I was given that opportunity to really just self-reflect and just look at how the whole situation is. And I may not have the whole picture yet, but it's like piece by piece. I'm putting everything together and, you know, I'm realizing everything. I'm utilizing this time to learn about myself and, you know, the things that happened. And, you know, I may not know 100% why things happened as they did, but I do know that, you know, certain ways that I've reacted to things might have been wrong because I do know that it takes two to make a marriage work. And sadly, yes, I might have contributed to a few things, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I should beat myself up over it. Things happened. Things are as they are now. And, um, You know, especially with these type of um, situations where there is drug abuse, especially with this particular drug, it's very hard to be strong. It's very hard to really get a grasp on the situation and realize that, you know, you're being lied to or... That person that you once know knew is not the same person anymore. Sometimes I know because I've been here about 10 years ago where you find yourself trying to seek help for that person because you want them better so your family can be whole again. But I will say this, no matter what, no matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you beg, unless they want to change, it won't happen. Sometimes in order for them, well not sometimes, but in order for them 
to really realize. They truly have to hit rock bottom. Where they've exhausted everything. It's really hard to see them that way. Sometimes if you just can't stay strong, many women will or men will take their spouses back because they don't like to see them that way. But you have to realize that it's a cycle and you have to allow them to try to get help on their own. It is just unbelievable how this drug, this particular drug can completely change an entire life and just wreck families. Many people don't realize that when they take this, any type of drug, any type of addiction, it does not just affect them. Many of them believe that when they indulge themselves into this type of addiction, that, hey, I'm not harming anybody. It's just me. I'm putting it into my body. That's not true. My boys and I are walking proof that drugs will tear families apart. Drug abuse will tear happy families apart. Though things may not have been perfect, You know, uh, I believe that uh, the drug abuse was a complete was basically the main reason because when children are involved, even more so, you, you can't stay there. You can't. And I'll be the one to tell you because I stood and put up with things for a year and a half. I'd like to apologize in advance for the um, long pauses. uh, As this is not really easy for me to speak of. The year and a half journey that I took was uh, pretty intense. I was scared. I was afraid of having my family torn apart, how my children would be. I found myself alone at night with my children. He would always be gone. He would leave because he was claiming that he was uh, handling business and selling things. But 
you know, uh, it, it was it was pretty bad because he was selling appliances from 11 o'clock at night and then he would come home at 3 in the morning. And the crazy thing about it is he was trying to convince me that that was normal. It was insane. And the sad thing was I was beginning to believe that it was normal. I was beginning to believe that going to bed alone and waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning and finding that I was still alone in the bed was normal because my husband would come home in about an hour. And if he didn't come back home in an hour, I would call. I would be devastated when I would call and he wouldn't answer and he would come home at four in the morning. It would turn into a fight. And then after that fight, he would come back home at two. And then I would be like, okay, I would feel that it was a favor. Oh, he does love me. He came back home at two. He's really trying not to fight. And then as the months kept going, things just kept getting worse and worse, more secrets. Everything was just a mess. I didn't recognize my marriage anymore. We went from being this transparent couple to just everything was secrets. And if I verbalized or expressed any type of emotions, anything that I was not happy about, he would snap at me. That year and a half, I felt as if I had broken a leg and I didn't get help, but I was <laughs> stumbling, just saying, okay, it's all right, I'll just... I'll just live life as this and just focus elsewhere. And that's when people say just swallow your pride and even if you're unhappy, swallow it because you want the kids to be in a healthy environment, divorce-free. But I'll tell you, that's not a healthy environment. It's not a healthy environment because... You are human and you are entitled to your feelings. There shouldn't be anybody that tells you you shouldn't feel this way or you're stupid for feeling this way. That is not a healthy relationship. In fact, that is a very verbally abusive relationship. That person is manipula manipulating you. So nobody should tell you that you are wrong for feeling a certain way. So what I was getting at is, yeah, I began to think that every aspect of this craziness was normal. And I did try to stick it, you know, stick it out for the kids as he claimed he did as well because he was unhappy with me. 
And it got to that point where I said, you know, maybe I brought it up. Maybe it's best that you and I just maybe take a break, you know, uh, because we're, we're, we're bringing out the worst of each other. And actually, when I took a step back, I realized that we were, you know, Maybe there was a point in time where me and him just made an awesome team as husband and wife and, you know, we kicked butt together. Those are the days that, of course, we hold on to because, and those are the reasons why we stay in the relationship because we're afraid of losing that because we're clinging on to those memories. But then I had to look at how my life was presently and ask myself if that's how it is or do I see it heading towards that direction and who knows miracles may happen but it's not going to happen overnight and if you're doing if you are telling this person that you feel a certain way but they're not really acknowledging your feelings That's equivalent to driving your car through a brick wall and expect over and over and over and expecting to get through if you're not going to get through. But there's nothing wrong with trying. You can keep trying until you've given yourself that satisfaction that you have tried everything with all the energy that I had left. I guess you could say I drove through that wall until I just felt like I couldn't do it anymore. Someone once told me the more you try to fix these type of people, the more you mess yourself up. And that was true. Because towards the end of the marriage... When I was ready to just surrender and move on, I got out of the car, metaphorically speaking. Um, And I, uh, I didn't realize how much of a wreck I was until just recently. You know, but emotionally I was bleeding out. I was torn. But with the en- the little energy that I had left, that's when I gathered my things, took my boys, and I left. I'll probably get into detail of how everything went down probably at a later time. But all I know, or all I could say, is that I took everything well not everything I took all that I had at that moment but the most important thing was I took my boys and we never looked back we did look over our shoulder but we never really looked back because I know that if I weakened myself and I give in I will do 
I will not be helping him anyways. And uh, one of the times that we corresponded with one another, I had told him we bring out the worst of each other. And even if I was considering going back with you, it wouldn't be fair because the trust and even the respect, sadly, that I had for him has diminished after everything that he's done. I'm not a licensed therapist or <laughs> psychologist. I'm just like you. That's going through some hard times. It's not easy. It won't be easy. And as you guys hear me speak, you could tell that this is not one of my better days. But how am I managing it? The last few days have been rough because soon this chapter is coming to an end. Soon, you know, the boys and I are waiting for his rock bottom to come, not because we want to see him at his lowest, but because we know that that is when he will stop because it hasn't stopped. And this is, as I mentioned before, by far the hardest decision I've had to make. And these decisions have been getting harder and harder each time and just watching things just unfold and realizing that you are powerless is not an easy feeling. I tell myself that, you know, this has nothing to do with me. Choices were made. And there's going to be some times where you yourself Maybe, you know, uh, you might find that you are having these same feelings where you're just like, did I do this? Because for them, it will get ugly. It will get ugly. And let's face it, unless you're an ice queen or king and you have no feelings whatsoever, you don't want to see these people go through all of this you don't want to see them spiral. You don't want to see them go homeless. You don't want to see them hurt. You don't want to see them look like they've really done a number on themselves. You just want it to stop. And that's why we hope that he will hit the rock bottom soon before it is before it's too late. Because deep down I have no control over this, but deep down inside, what I hope for, what I genuinely hope for and wish for is that he will come out of this darkness. I pray that he will come out of this darkness and he will realize how precious life is and how precious his kids are. I want him to do better. Even though me and him may not be 
husband and wife anymore. Further down the line, perhaps me and him will be good friends. And he will realize that I had to leave to help him. But I had mentioned earlier that many of us as codependents will tend to try to look for help for these individuals. You can't help them. You cannot look for help for them. That's just like going to the store and saying, here, I got you a sweater. And they're not going to put it on. And you're just going to hurt yourself even more. What you need to do is get help for yourself. But you need to remove yourself from that situation before you can get help. Because what is the point of trying to heal when you're still around the source that's hurting you? You can't heal until you get out of that situation. And every day I have to remind myself that that's why I left was because I needed to heal. And then I came to a realization that it was what was best. I prayed for guidance. I prayed for a clear mind so I could make the best decision. And I am confident that I made the best decision. When I look back, on some of my journal entries and the feelings that I had. And I remember sitting in bed, having very, very extreme anxiety and insomnia and just being absolutely miserable and depressed. I may not be where I am, where I would like to be at this point, but I do know that I've come a long way. You don't have to be afraid. You just keep going. The pain will never go away until things just... Things just have to work themselves out. The things that you are powerless on, you just have to let it go. One thing I believe in is... If your spouse, from former spouse, reaches out to you, just be encouraging. Because you don't want them to do anything drastic. But don't enable. Because after all, they are the mother or father of your children. That's actually all I have for you guys today. I actually may take a, another quick few days away from um, recording because I do feel that I need to take some time to myself to self-reflect and to just really get through what's been happening and what's going to happen and um, I have to be able I just need to get through it which I know me and my boys will but uh, 
it's definitely one of those uphill battles. So until then, please hang tight. <laughs> hang in there. I will be around. So once again, thank you, thank you for listening. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise.